0: Hello, word nerds, and welcome to a very scary episode of The Dictionary. I probably shouldn't do this voice the whole time, because that's going to get incredibly irritating for you and destroy my voice. But yes, this is the Halloween episode. (laughs) I don't even know what the hell is going on. All right, yeah, today's Halloween. I love this holiday. My wife loves this holiday more than I do, I think. And um, it's it's always just been a good fun day, and uh, it, it's Halloween month for us. We October 1st to October 31st. It's Halloween all month. We watch horror movies. Our place is decorated. Uh, probably will be for months after today. And uh, of course, when I'm recording this, it's um ooh, it's one week to the day, one week away from Halloween. Um, so I think tonight on actual Halloween night, we are probably just going to relax and uh, probably watch a horror movie, maybe even the original Halloween. But uh, yeah, we've been celebrating all month. All right, let's get to the words. I have a feeling none of them will be Halloween-related or scary-related, but you never know. I have not looked at them ahead of time. So the first word is a r r e. A-R-R-E. A-R. This is a noun from 1620. 1. The state of being behind in the discharge of obligations, usually used in plural, as in, in arrears with the rent. So I guess that means they're behind in the rent. Number 2-A. An unfinished duty, usually used in plural, as in, arrears of work that have piled up. I can safely say I have never heard this form or this word before. I feel like I'm hearing some weird uh, weird buzzing. I'm just going to put my phone on airplane mode just in case. Okay, where were we? Um, all right. To be an unpaid and overdue debt, also usually used in plural, as in paying off the arrears of the past several months. So, this is from Middle English, arrere, which means behind or backward. Uh, I feel like I should figure out how to say arrear backwards. Arrear Arere. Arere. I think that's it. Um, let's see. And this is from Anglo-French, arrere, which is from some sort of form of Latin, ad retro, which means backward. And that is from ad, which means two, plus retro, which means backward, Uh, or behind, and there's more at the words at, just a-t, and the prefix retro. All right, next we have arrearage. So it's the same word with a-g-e added at the end. This is a noun from the 14th century. One, the condition of being in arrears. Number two, something that is in arrears, especially something unpaid and overdue. Next we have Arrest. This is the first form of two. It's a transitive verb from the 14th century. 1a, to bring to a stop. Synonym is sickness. No, not a synonym. An example is sickness arrested his activities. 1b, synonyms are check and slow. 1c, to make inactive, as in an arrested tumor. Number two, Synonyms are just seize and capture, specifically to take or keep in custody by authority of law. Number three, to catch suddenly and engagingly, as in arrest attention. Arrester and arrestor are nouns, and arrestment is a noun. And the etymology is from Middle English arresten, which is from Anglo-French arrester which means to stop or arrest. And that is from V Latin, which is, uh, is arrestare, which is from add plus restare, which means to remain. And there's more at the word rest. And I am going to cough off microphone because doing that ridiculous voice at the beginning uh, did in fact, you know, scratch me up a little bit. <clears throat> there we go. Number two, no. Second form of arrest, this is a noun from the 14th century, 1a, the act of stopping. 1b, the condition of being stopped or inactive, and it says compare to cardiac arrest. Number two, the taking or detaining in custody by authority of law. And then we have a phrase, it is under arrest, and that means in legal custody. Next, we are going to move on to arrestant. A-R-R-E-S-T-A-N-T. This is a noun from 1962. A substance that stimulates an insect to stop locomotion. What would that substance be? I don't know. Now we have arrestee. This is a noun from 1944. A person who is under arrest. Now we have arresting. This is an adjective from 1792. Catching the attention. Synonyms are striking and impressive. As in, an arresting image. Arrestingly is an adverb. Now we have the word arrhythmia. A-R-R-H. Let me start that over again. Don't want to confuse you in case you're writing this down. A r r h y. T-H-M-I-A. This is a noun from circa 1860. An alteration in rhythm of the heartbeat either in time or force. Something that you don't really want. So, this is from Greek, or it is Greek, which means lack of rhythm. And that is from arrhythmos, which means unrhythmical. Uh, and that is from A plus rhythmos, which means rhythm some people have rhythm and some people don't. Now we have a rhythmic. This is an adjective from 1853, lacking rhythm or regularity. Cine, uh, example is a rhythmic locomotor activity, and that is from the Greek a Now we have a word that I'm not sure I'm going to pronounce correctly. It is ari ariurban Arier- I guess that's how it's pronounced, arriéran. Oh, it looks French, a r r i e r e hyphen ban b a Uh There is an accent over the uh, the first e. This is a noun. Like I said, it's French, from 1523, a proclamation of a king, as of France, calling his vassals to arms. Also, the body of vassals summoned. I am probably going to have to go uh, look up the correct pronunciation of this word. Uh, So, not like you're going to hear me pronounce it correctly, but at least then I'll know. And we have a similar word, which is next. It is arrière pensee. Or no, arrière pensee. Yeah, I think that's right. So, it is the same arrière hyphen plus P E N S E E. There is another accent on the second-to-last e in pensée, uh, but the accent is going the other direction. This is a noun from 1824, and it means mental reservation. So this is French from the word arrière, which means in back, plus penser, which means thought. So thought in back, I guess. Um, all right, next we have aris. Or aris, A R R I S. This is a noun from 1677, the sharp edge or salient angle formed by the meeting of two surfaces, especially in moldings. This is probably a modified form of the Middle French arreste, which literally means fishbone, and that is from the Latin arista, and there's more at the word arete, R E, -E no, A-R-E-T-E, and there is a little hat accent over the first E. Uh, We must have read that a while ago. All right, next we have Arrival. I don't know about you, but I really like that movie. It kind of broke my brain. All right, this is a noun from the 14th century. One, the act of arriving. Number two, the attainment of an end or state. Number three, one that has recently arrived, as in... New arrivals. Now we have the word arrive. This is an intransitive verb from the 13th century. 1A, to reach a destination. 1B, to make an appearance, as in, the guests have arrived. Oh, great, the party shall start. Now we have 2A. This is archaic. The synonym is just the word happen. 1, no. 2B. To be near in time. Synonym is come, C-O-M-E. As in, the mo- the moment has arrived. Number three. <clears throat> yeah, well, after reading four episodes plus doing that stupid voice at the beginning, that will take a toll on the vocal cords. Number three. To achieve success. Arriver is a noun. Arrive at... Oh, that is our phrase. It means to reach by effort or thought, as in arrived at a decision. This is from the Middle English arriven, which is from the Anglo-French arriver, which is from the V Latin arepare, which means to come to shore. And that is from the Latin ad plus ripa, which means shore. And there's more at the word rive or rive, R-I-V-E. Hmm. All right, next we have Arrive, sorry, A-R-R-I-V-E. There's an accent over the E. This is uh, French again. It's a noun from 1925. One who has risen rapidly to success, power, or fame. Arrive. But I got to say, those are probably not great situations. Having overnight success like that um, oftentimes will probably just screw that person up or it won't be um, a lasting success or fame. Uh, I I have, um, what do I want to say? I have conflicting views about fame in general, um, but I feel like when you can have more of a slow rise to success and fame, I think that's probably better, um, you know, if that's what you want. Uh, I think it's more lasting that way. I think it means more... Um, you've put probably more proper work into getting to that point, and that is my opinion about that. So, this is French from arriver, which means to arrive, and that is from the old French, uh, also arriver, but only with one R. Now we have arrive, uh, arriviste, arriviste. That's not Italian, it's French. A-R-R-I-V-I-S-T-E. This is a noun from 1901, One that is a new and uncertain arrival, parentheses, as in social position or artistic endeavor. I'm just contemplating that definition, that's all. Don't worry about me. All right, next we have Aroba, A-R-R-O-B-A. This is a noun from 1555. One, an Old Spanish unit of weight equal to about 25 pounds. Number two, an old Portuguese unit of weight equal to about 32 pounds. Wow. Spanish and Portuguese, they're using the same word, but they can't get the amount the same. This is um, in the etymology. It says it is from Spanish and Portuguese, as we mentioned, which is from the Arabic al-rub, with an apostrophe at the end. And that literally means the quarter. I don't know what that means exactly. All right, now we are going to do one more word for this episode. It is the word arrogance, A-R-R-O-G-A-N-C-E. This is a noun from the 14th century, an attitude of superiority manifested in an overbearing manner or in presumptuous claims or assumptions. I have some strong feelings about this word, arrogance, uh, so I very well may pick that as the word of the episode, but let's look at the other ones. Uh, where did we start? I think we started with array. No, that was the previous episode. Arrear, arrearage, arrest, arrest, edge, uh, da, 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 da arrestant, arrestee, arresting, arrhythmia, arrhythmic, arrere ban, arrere pensé, arris, arrival, arrive, arrive. Arrives, arroba, and arrogance. I don't know why I just read all the words. I thought that maybe you needed a refresher. If you did, you're welcome. I have no idea. But yeah, I'm going to pick the word arrogance as the word of the episode. Um, I just think it's completely ridiculous when people are arrogant, uh, which, spoiler alert, is the first word of the next episode. Um,. Why Why do you need to be arrogant? You know, you can be super skilled, really talented in a certain thing. You could have every reason to be arrogant about about, uh, about a certain aspect of your life, the way you look, the way you act, whatever it is. But when you are arrogant, you come off like an ass, basically you know, it's, it's a, it, it creates a negative attitude towards people. It, it make, it turns people away. It makes them not want to like you. At least that's my experience. Uh, you know, all the times I'm arrogant, that's a joke. I'm, I feel like I'm not arrogant, although I'm sure, I am sure I have given off that attitude and I probably never meant to do it. Um, but yeah, arrogance is, it's a very, I, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of arrogance. Um, it just, it's just a very negative energy. That's that's how I feel. So we're going to end the episode there. I'm going to say one last time, happy, happy, happy Halloween. Um, and if I remember correctly, uh, the Díaz de los Muertos or the Díos de los Muertos um, in Mexican culture is going on right now. I think it was October 30th or I think it is October 30th through November 1st. Um, it's, a, it's a very interesting and, and fun cultural uh cultural um what do we want to say celebration of death basically uh which I think is something that we really don't talk about enough as a culture. Um mostly I mean it's it's worldwide, but I think especially in America, I think it's something that we try and not talk about. Um if you haven't seen the I think it's the Pixar movie Coco, that is definitely worth a watch and uh, it's at the very least, it is a beautiful, beautiful movie. Uh, the CGI, the colors, it's absolutely gorgeous. So that alone is worth it. But it also, I think, if you don't know a lot about Dios de los Muertos, uh, it, it gives you a lot more information about it. And I assume it's relatively close to real life because um, I, I'm sure that they did their research. They want to get all the cultural aspects correct. Anyway, I've talked enough. Thank you very much for listening, and until next time, this is Spencer reading the dictionary. Goodbye.